Is that it? Yes, turn in right here. It is set. Well, actually, go on down to the line. It's fine. Just turn in there at the line. This is where the, the trip stop used to be. Okay. It's like a popping place. Yeah, other oh, there's nothing. Uh, yeah, now this is a open room, so you might want to pull in over there by that trip. On a previous episode, you journeyed with me to Barberville, Kentucky, where town local Scott Klaus helped me locate where the red-headed Jane Doe was found and laid to rest. Now you are with Scott and myself as we explore where King's Truck Stop once stood. This mammoth of a truck stop once served as this section of the interstate's main stop for truckers to get fuel, a hot meal, and rest. As eyewitness Bruce explained previously, he managed a restaurant at this truck stop, and the truck stop was known for much more than a place to rest for truckers. It was commonly used as a place to pick up hitchhikers and women soliciting sex for money or transportation. Join me as I explore the ruins of King's Truck Stop and make the travel the killer would have made on this night that he picked up and killed the Knox County Jane Doe. So back in the day, this was a cool truck stop, like the Blue Beacon set over here. Is the Blue Beacon a restaurant? No, it's like a truck wash. Okay, okay and uh, yeah, Corbin Chapel Plaza. That was it had three nights. King's Truck Stop, Corbin Travel Plaza, yada, yada, yada. It was also a 76 station at the same time. So this was all truck parking back in here. Okay, so if you turn around, what's the like? All this over here, like where that sign is, that would have been the drive-through. They had their own set of weights. They could weigh your truck before you got on the interstate. The actual truck stop would have been like right over in this section, and it had it was two story. I'm trying to think, the restaurant was on this side, and the actual truck stop part was on the other side. <laughs> this guy wonder what the heck we're doing. Probably. So was the restaurant and stuff attached? Yeah, it's all good. Okay, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, I always thought when I was a kid, I always thought it was neat because it was the only truck stop I've ever seen that it's upscale. So the truck's parked back here? Yeah, the truck's parked back here. This would have been the big truck wash right here. You can see the frame of it still sitting there. That's where they would have drove their tractor and trailers in to get them washed. Yeah, you can see the outline over there. Now, the reason why they tore it down, supposedly, is they've been working on this multi-year deal. That's weird, truck's happening over there. Now, they've been working on this multi-year deal. We're going to put in this big shopping complex here. See, they built the Blue Beacon, a brand-new truck stop, or a truck wash up there. Yeah. So there's supposed to be a big multi-million-dollar shopping center that goes in here. wonder when that's going to happen. As soon as the racetrack opens, I would say, or they start building the racetrack. Oh, I guess you don't know about the racetrack. They're building us a <laughs> quarter horse uh, buggy track that goes along with, like, Keeneland. It's based off of Keeneland. So, basically, it's drag racing for ponies. Yeah, was that gas station? 
cute. That was another truck stop, but it was very small, and I can't remember even what it was called. So this one was the major one. This was the big one. Yeah. Yeah, like that truck stop originally would have been from where it says pilot on the front of the building to over here where it says travel center. Okay. There's so, this little bit thing. Bruce says that he saw her getting into the vehicle and they turned the structure. But, I mean, I think Bruce is very credible. And when you listen to last week's episode, there are some questions I ask him that he doesn't know the answer. And he'll say, well, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that answer. So that, to me, is credible. He's not making things up just to please whoever he's talking to. But he also gave me a description of the man, which was pretty good. So, don't let me. The Huddle House. <laughs> yeah. All, none of this would have been here. Yeah. This would just been nothing. You would have had the Shoney's, that steakhouse back here would have been there, and none of this. No Walmart or nothing. You way off that so at night, because for, according to Bruce, it would have been about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you would have had nothing once you got past Shoney's. You would have had nothing till you got to the next traffic line. Okay. Not till you get one, two, three traffic lights there. Now is, so the KFC Cafe and Museum is here. Yes, the original Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's cool. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Rich. So this is where he was from? Yes. Union College, it's in Marvel. The football field is named Colonel Harlan Sanders Field. Wow. He's no longer alive. No. When did he make KFC? Or when was it? Is that something they do with tourism? No, I don't do it because that's more Corbin. Okay. So city Corbin does. Each city has their own tourism, which is because we do... The city of Barlow and Knox County, although we do Knox County with the exclusion of the parts of Now, where do they have the KFC factory? I'm assuming it's not here. You mean like corporate headquarters or whatever? Yeah, like where they would have the building where they're shipping stuff in and out. Oh, I don't I, I have no idea. No, the only thing that is here is the original first restaurant, which it's actually, cool place. it's all right. I mean, is it just a restaurant? Yeah, but it's got a small museum in it. it. What it was at the time, the train tracks were running right behind it, and basically it was a hotel for the engineers, and so he wanted to provide a restaurant because they stayed in his motel, and that's where he started coming up with his food recipe. So at night, leading up to where all this would have still been empty, where she was found, it's probably likely that if a trucker would have put off there, no one would have thought twice about it. No, nope. state police would have drove right by. Because think about it. If it was truck and trailer, they could cover the whole entrance of that. Right. Literally get the body out, drag it up the hill. Even with cars passing, more than likely, nobody would have paid no attention to it. And at that time, Barberville, that murder didn't, that wasn't. And no one would have thought, oh, he well, probably the, disposed of the body. The only people that should have been out at 2 o'clock morning, people that just worked late shift and had a long job. You still don't see traffic out at that time of the morning. You know what I mean? Like, you, been, if I left Barville, coming to Corbin, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I might pass 3 to 5 o'clock. And that's 30 years later, so he probably passed 1 or 2. And see, the funny part is, I wonder... Did he go on south and go through Bean Station? 
or through Tazewell, New Tazewell, Harrogate, and then cut back through 63 and hit 75 again? Or did he go on down 25 and go into Knoxville? Going down 25 will bring you into Knoxville. That's funny you say that because one of the things that those students did was routed where kind of the central location of where each of the redheads were murdered at. Uh-huh. And I believe that the, if he was a trucker, the central hub that he's driving to or from, no. I believe that he probably would have been around Knoxville or Nashville. And that's what their thinking was too. So that's how state-wise all these murders, how far are they apart? It's hard to say just because some of them, we can only estimate like when they were killed. But so, all six were murdered within a three-year period. Not to change the subject, but right now is when you would start running back into stuff from Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Like this would have been a Dodge dealership. But at night, it wouldn't have been a... Oh, there's nothing open. The truck stop would have been the only thing open. Like, all this would have been here. The shopping center would have been there. The shopping center would have been here. One thing that's unusual about this case is the other ones, we believe he carried them a little distance. One of them, they believe, had been carried or she was dead for several hours. There, there wouldn't have been nothing past this traffic. Uh, yeah. What's unusual about this case is if Bruce is correct and that's who he saw, they would have pulled out here, and he would have killed her adventure at this spot. Now, my question is, why would he have done that? One possible explanation is he may have seen her at that place. That's when he kicked in and wanted to kill her. But because Knoxville's down this interstate, he may not have known of a better place to dispose of her. So wanted to get her off quick before he was going to hit his... Right. His base. The furniture company sent you across Kentucky, Tennessee line down here in 25. There's an England Corsair factory. And there's also the Royal Medical Equipment factory sent across the state line. And there's all the Thomas Big Trucks coming in. Matter of fact, Old Dominion has a hub just on the other side of the state line. That's okay. What's Old Dominion? The truck line. Okay. Yeah, they have, they're a big truck company. We're getting close to where she was found. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we were, like, where see that traffic light down there? Yes, right past it. Yeah, none of this would have been developed. This highway wasn't even here. None of these traffic lights existed. As we deep dive into these chilling tales, we all need a moment of escape. A way to unwind without the shadow of the night creeping in. Here's where recess mood comes in. Crafted with real fruit and infused with mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing aptogens, Recess Mood is your guilt-free retreat. With just 20 calories, no added sugar, it's not just a sparkling water, it's a sanctuary in a can. Imagine unwinding during a gripping episode of Foul Play with a can of strawberry rose, or my favorite, raspberry lemon. Letting the stress melt away without the aftermath of alcohol. It's my little secret to staying balanced in the chaos of a busy life. You deserve a healthier way to unwind, to recharge, and to prepare for the next journey into the unknown with foul play. And for the devoted foul play listeners, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. 
head to takearecess.com slash Shane to get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc it's kind of weird when you think about it it was much more of a rural place then oh yeah he had none of stuff everything would look like that face full right up there yeah both sides of the rope looks like this what's up that one now the only thing that would have been here would have been the golf course which the back of there it is here we go I'm sure he put her there and didn't think anyone would ever notice. He just said something about four things. Right. Because that's what it boiled down to. Somebody was bored that wanted to scrap the old refrigerator for metal. I still would like to know what the significance of the sticker was. Was the sticker on the refrigerator before or after? I bet, I, bet the, I bet it was just on the fridge. It's kind of ironic. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. The sticker Scott references was found on the refrigerator that the Jane Doe was found inside. I believe this sticker was something that was on the fridge prior to it being disposed of. But some question if the killer could have placed it on the fridge when he placed her inside. Now, whenever they it first come on the news, we've been working in the garden, clearing it out, clearing the ground up and everything. We took a shower. It's me and my aunt. We had a bunch of kids, and yeah. I dyed my hair, and it came out carrot orange. <laughs> <laughs> Six months, I've stuck with orange hair. Dude. Before leaving Barberville, I decided to stop at a small coffee shop downtown called the Ugly Mug Coffee House. While there, I happened across two ladies who remembered when the Jane Doe was found in their town. One of the women even escaped her own attempted kidnapping around the time this Jane Doe was murdered. Said on TV, I think it was the six o'clock news it was on. What did the day she found? What all the news channels said? They just talked about there have been others up down the interstate. They said something about that. And they said, I was trying to find information. There for a while, they think it might be somebody local. They never could figure it out. Okay. They really couldn't. That's probably 25 or 30. Okay. Do you remember how long ago that was? 
I'm 59. No, 30, 35 years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. Been a long time. So after that happened. Everybody was afraid. You guys were? Everybody was afraid. When that man tried to you in your, in his car, out of your cars, was that it's when she was found before or after? It's all around the same time, wasn't it? Me and a, another girl on two different occasions. She brought, she had, she was pregnant and she had some trouble and she ran from him like a quarter of a mile. They estimated it. They measured it. It's quarter of a mile that she ran in her pregnant to get away from whoever this man was. Yeah. Do you remember what he looked like? I was, I was told by the police, which I don't know that, uh, they tried to tell me today that they had checked into his preacher Riley Center. We don't know a preacher Riley. There's no preacher Riley ever lived here. Now, Davey was, I don't know what this is, because Davey's hair was red and mine was too. Mine was dark and it was like a teeny red. Exactly. But now, Davey's was the same way. And now, she was more or less down in her in that precinct. Because the reason I was when talked to you, she was more or less next to Gray when the guy got out of hers. One thing you'll find out here. I don't know about the other places, but here, people are really tight-lipped. A lot of stuff happens, and nobody saw nothing. You'll find that out. But you said after that happened, everyone was really scared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's the kind of thing that well, you didn't I, want. I was terrified. You didn't want you to get out. You didn't want you out. I was so terrified. I, just oh. got, I almost got abducted, and she almost got abducted. Oh. Right. In my age, so. Everybody work with you. She's probably 25 or 32. Most of the, the victims, they actually didn't have natural, but they just looked like right there. Yeah, that's why mine was. Just, it wasn't naturally. See, now it, it wasn't red, but where I, I kept it like an ice brown. And I gave it a red tint. <laughs> into a red tint, like a red tint. But now, mine was just like this, and it turned orange <laughs> with a box of dye. Not that I'm saying that, but now Debbie was, hers is Almost always stayed that cup. I'm feeling more or less like it might have been good on on a hurricane. Yeah. Because it's down to that location and stuff. What exactly happened? Did someone just try to pull you with the vehicle? No, her. Uh, me, we got a U turn over to the hospital. Come in one way as you go out one way. If I was coming, I'd pick my paycheck up and I was coming out and he just come in the exit, shot him inside the driver's door. It was like, Maybe this far apart from each other. Just like looking. And they just grabbed me and trying to pull me out of the driver's seat into his vehicle. Do you remember what kind of vehicle was? The only thing I can tell you, I gashed it to the floor. And I pulled him out of his vehicle. Because he still had a hold of me. And I gashed it when I gashed it dirty. And he come, he was hanging high out of the vehicle. I jerked him so hard. Was that before now? That's that. I I break my mind trying to think. Just I, I yeah, it was around that time. It was all the kids. Everybody was scared to death. But I actually racked my brains trying to remember. Was it I could or was it before? And I just can't put it there. Whether it's before or after. Yeah, just around that time. See, I'm wanting to say it was before, but I really don't know. I just know it all was together. Because everything happened so fast. Yeah, it was all just together. 
And so our Hey, you're talking about there was nothing. You slept with your door open. You didn't Mm. literally let your kids go. There was nothing. Mm. I moved here. I had family here, and I moved here from Louisville, which is a big. My kids were two and three years old because it was a safe place for a single parent to raise kids. And it was really safe. Everybody knew everybody. Nothing happened. You know, and then this happened. Believe me, it was big. So what led to the funeral family providing the fund? You know what transpired? Everybody. It was like it touched everybody. And I think, because I was working two jobs at the time, and I had raising young kids. And I think just, here was somebody needed something. That's what the people done. They just done it. One stepped up, and I'll do this, and I'll do this, and then this one volunteered dad. But she was still, she's a human being. It don't matter what she done, if she did her life, she lived. It didn't matter. She was a human being, and people cared. It don't happen now, but... It really did, then. Even back then, this is the only one out of the six where people cared enough to provide a funeral and to provide a place to rest. You have to understand how barbell is. Right. It was a real, everybody accepted everybody for who they were. They didn't judge. They didn't. They just spoke that one you got. You can't play my kid. Everybody was the same. Whether you went to church, whether you didn't go to church, it was still a real respectful, even the drunks. The drunk would take and bring in a big bunch of groceries when somebody was down on their luck. And you just never knew. And you used to have thought it was a bunch of drunks, bootleggers. And... So were you at the floor? No. I, I worked two okay. jobs. Did you know the tells behind the funeral at all? I don't know if this is true, but they have her set up somewhere for you to view her. At Hamptons. Okay, so that's true. Yeah. You know, I say that Hamptons back then was here in town. It wasn't up where it's at now. Like anybody else, regardless of what the girl done, they cared somewhere. And who say she done anything? Who say she did? She had a bunch of kids. She didn't get mad and just sleep for a few days. And things didn't work out the way she had wanted. Because I'm famous for that. So they make me mad. I can load up you all and I'll be gone. Linda will tell you I wear the interstate. <laughs> Do you remember who found her? It was, it was. What was her name? Somebody. It was two guys. They was looking for junk, and it was at a garbage pile. Because back then, everybody, you just go and you throw your garbage over the hill, old refrigerators, or it didn't matter. Because me and her famous for climbing over the hill and finding <laughs> I mean, it, that's what it was. It's not like that now, but it's what the way it was, really was. Wasn't there a pull-off at the top of it? I think it was. Based from my understanding. It's on the back road that used to be the main stretch. And uh, five you've not both of there. So yeah, the way they described it was see they used to be a garbage dump. And it's like sort of off of the road a little bit back up tonight. It's my understanding that's where they found. So it was more or less like you could drive by and like glance up through there and see if there's any good garbage. But now, King's Truck Stop used to be a popular place for women to hang out. Back then, it was. Like any other people. Like I actually got hard on there, and my husband told me he'd divorce me if I went to work. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He really did. He said it's just a bad place for a woman to work. Bad place for a woman to go furious by herself. Yeah. They had good food. 
And the law don't tell everything that they know about something. No, they definitely do not. But the woman had no clothes on, except for socks. Where was her clothes? And she still had the necklace she had on that. It wasn't robbery. That was an expensive little necklace back then, that that eagle was. And the two pairs of socks was in style. So they didn't jerk the chains from her. Didn't take her necklaces and stuff. Yeah, I spoke to Elizabeth about those necklaces. Makes you wonder, you know, what the... That's what got it noticed. See, I think what happens on that one site we're on, Molly Randall runs it. And they was asking something about the one thing that sticks in your mind from your time. It's just, you've never been able to get over it or whatever, however they had worded it. And that's the one thing that always stayed on my mind, and I brought it up. And then next thing you know, it's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, Molly runs that site for missing people. Right. Unidentified yeah, people. that's how it got started. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like and then somebody too? put up her, put up the picture of her, and, just, and it just goes from there. Yeah. These women also shared with me about a close friend of theirs that had been walking across the street from King's truck stop shortly before the Knox County Jane Doe was murdered. While walking there at night, someone attempted to grab her, but luckily she was able to get away. She too had red hair, and I was told that she did report this event to police. Everyone I spoke to in Barberville said 35 years ago violent crimes was something that didn't happen in their small town. Yet in this episode, you heard about three women who not only were all redheads at the time, but they were all victims of attempted kidnapping around this time. I have to wonder, is it a coincidence that two previous attempts were made to kidnap a redheaded young lady before this Jingdo was discovered? Could this killer have become so desperate to kill that he would change his tactic to grab a victim instead of tricking her into thinking he was going to buy sex. In my opinion, I think the answer may be even more frightening. In a small town where everyone thinks this couldn't happen here, it did happen, and there are more than one monsters hiding in the shadows. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.